Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Friendly disclaimer time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with any of the media that we review or critique. We wholeheartedly support our fellow creatives at the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And at the end of the day, we're just really big fans. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today we're chatting all about season three of The Witcher, part one, with our lovely special correspondent, Miss Shireen. Welcome back, friends! Thank you. It's great to be back as always. Super excited to talk all things Witcher. I'm going to ask you a serious question. We're, we're jumping the gun here, <laughs> but initial thoughts on season three, part one. I think it's entertaining, and I think Henry Cavill's giving it his all to just prove how amazing he is for that role. I think it's great so far. I have nothing negative to say about Henry Cavill. First of all, super sad it's his last season because yeah. I'm not ready to say goodbye. But to be honest, everything felt really rushed. Oh, I get that. I could get that because they're just trying to clean it up with him before he goes. Right. And I can't help but think the source material that was in this part was actually from book two and they were... Um key storylines that should have been in season two that I'm like, why weren't they? So maybe I'm thinking maybe he requested this. So I wouldn't be surprised because he, I mean, he, he was very passionate about the way that this story was going and that's why he's gone. Right. right. So they're like, let's try one thing. Maybe we'll make him happy. And I guess it didn't because he's peaced out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the storylines that were in book two that made it to season three, part one. I don't know if you picked up on it in season two, but like they casually mentioned the term friend and then they emphasized it big time in part one of season three in the letter writing. They're like, dear friend, yeah. dear friend. That was such a huge condescending storyline from Yennefer because like he initially called her a friend and like tried to friend zone her. And she was like, oh, I'm your friend. Is that what this is? Dear friend, 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 friend. <laughs> That's what badass girls do. They remind. Exactly. They did. Right. (laughs) And so he was just like, all right, I I did this to myself. So I'll just go with it. Yeah. I mean, that's what he gets. Yeah. Sorry about it, Geralt. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Eshna sea creature storyline. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was in book two. It was one of the nastiest creatures from book two. I was so surprised I didn't see it in season two. And when they didn't even put the full storyline of the Eshna in there, it was like 75% storyline. There was like this really obnoxious kid on the boat that would get too close to the edge of the boat. Of course. And Geralt was kind of a jerk. He was like, I wouldn't do that. I would not get that close. Like Siri wasn't even in the storyline. Oh. It was that Geralt left Siri and I think with Yennefer at that point. And he had to go figure out more about Reince yeah, and what he was doing. And so he goes and takes this ship and Dijkstra's actually trying to chase him. And it was Dang. very different. But this kid keeps getting closer to the edge of the boat. It was like Geralt is over here like, bro, I wouldn't do that. I yeah, just, I just wouldn't. I mean, you know what's floating in there. And the kid was just being really loud and obnoxious and the mom wouldn't do anything about it. So Geralt was like, 
this kid's not my problem. Does he die? (laughs) No, he gets taken overboard. And then Geralt goes in to like initially kill the monster and then throws the kid overboard. And it was like, you're welcome in a very Geralt jerk way. But like one of Deekstra's spies that was chasing Geralt gets taken out by the monster. Oh, dang. Okay, well, yeah, that, that helps him. The CGI team did solid work with the Ashna because I was like oh this the way that they described it in the book and then made it come to life on screen I was like oh yeah. they did their research okay well, and... the creatures they do are, yeah. at, are disgusting they're gross yeah it, I almost couldn't watch the first episode I was like oh it's this kind of the first episode of the whole series way back right. when I was like oh so this is what the witcher is <laughs> <laughs> right. and I got used to it but wow yeah, you read the books, man. I only I, don't, I haven't played the game. I read the books. I've just watched the show. And so that that perspective helps of like, right, how much it was missing. You know? I'm not a gamer at all. I can barely get past level three of Pac-Man. I'm the worst. After watching the first season, I jumped into the second book. And when they didn't cover the full source material in season two, I was like, Meh, why? It kind of lost me. That's where it went wrong for Mr. Cavill. I know, I know. And, and it's so sad to see him go. It really is. I'm excited to see what else he gets to do. And I'm sure he's going to do great things. We'll see how well it works out for Liam. That man, I, I apologize, but I just don't see it. But who knows? Maybe he'll, I'm, I'm, I still have an open mind. I'm wondering if he was the, the natural runner up. Oh, maybe. And it was, I mean, to me, it was just always Cavill through and through, but I don't know. Liam was like, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, because they had to let other people audition, but I feel like they're probably like deep down really want Henry. Well, I've got some casting if you're oh, ready yeah. for it. Let's do it. In his final season, and I don't want to say final season. I'm <laughs> hoping he comes back in a dream sequence somewhere later on down the road or like ancestry witcher season somewhere. Okay. Okay. But as Geralt, we have the lovely Henry Cavill. As Siri, we have Freya Allen. As Yennefer, we have Anya Sharlatra. As Yaskir, we have Joey Beatty. As Dijkstra, we have Grand McTavish. As Tissaia, we have Mayanna Burring. As Dara, we have Wilson Mbomio. And as Kayer, we have Eamon Farron. Great cast. And I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? I love a good cuppa. All right, folks. This is the part of the show where we spell the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched season three, part one of The Witcher, we are about to spoil it for you. So buckle up, fans. This season is unfortunately very short. Typically in a season, we get eight to ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And they split up the two to drag out the whole, you know, our Cavill farewell tour. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Not bitter about it whatsoever. This is fine. What was your favorite episode of part one of The Witcher season three? I like the invitation. The th- I think it's episode four. Okay. I mean, it's like the whole party situation. Getting to Eratusa and like getting in the party and all the flashbacks and like how everyone's story came together and it just happened to work out and it was fun. I mean, I always love the classic Henry Cavill Witcher <laughs> grunts, you know, of him just like not giving a crap. <laughs> That's really fun. And Wait. I just, I love a simple little ballroom scene. That was also my favorite, but oh, it was sick. because I loved how they went back and showed the storyline, like how it was all planned. 
Exactly. I loved every aspect of that. Plus the costumes. Yeah. Honorable mention. I, I loved, I mean, the fashion. Yennefer's yeah. dress, I was like, right? it's not fair. It looked, it's so cool. And they brought back some old pieces, older pieces for Yennefer from season one. Not in that episode, but in like the third episode. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. She wore and- the dress that she originally wore, right? When she became Yennefer. Right. Or, or when Geralt met Yennefer. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Gotta love her. Look, first of all, thank you for recycling fashion. <laughs> and with her eyes, okay, her eyes this season oh. looked way more like realistic. I don't know how they did it, but like when the light reflected, I was like, that that girl legit has purple eyes, bro. And she had a wig on. I thought that was her real hair the whole time. It looks so pretty. Gorgeous. Uh, oh. <laughs> she gave me hair envy. Shout out to her stylist and yeah, her hair and makeup team. For the entire Witcher cast, because Henry Cavill and Siri, they all look freaking gorgeous. You know what? I think his wig was way better than season one, too. It fits him better this season somehow. Yeah. I don't know. What a shame. Right? It's hard to talk just, about. Oh, hurts my Maybe damn heart. We can't do this episode. We're cutting it close, guys. We're I know. I, oh, no. I'm going to be a mess during part two. There were a handful of, of nasty creatures in part one. Which one was the most gruesome for you? I mean, the one that was rough for me that like really kind of set a chill down my spine was the flesh monster. Okay, with the three heads. Yeah, and the bo- that, was so that was worse than the Eshna creature. I was like, I can't do it. It was so creepy. Just the screaming heads and yeah, and they each died individually when he like killed a part of the monster. Like, ooh, that was rough. And I mean, even after that, with the girl that was poisoned to believe she was Siri, like that was creepy as shit. Like that whole episode was that was wild too. What was yours? Was it the was it Eshna? Yeah, the Eshna, and just because it was it was on point. I remember when I first read it, I went on to the fandom app and I was like, oh, this totally tracks. Yep. This is exactly what nightmares are made of. What was your favorite storyline from part one? I was thinking about it and I thought Yaskier and his like mini storyline of his like lovers and stuff is so cute. I think it came out of left field, but I loved it for him. It was like another distraction from the season for me. Yeah, they didn't want it to get stale. They probably realized, oh, we're basing this off a video game and there are quiet moments in video games. So let's throw in lovers. That could be it. Yeah. And <laughs> I wasn't, knows? I was happy for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah. My favorite storyline when, and I say favorite very loosely here, but I was impressed with how quickly they got to revealing who Reince was working for because that technically isn't revealed to like book four or five. Oh, dang. I think they're operating on the premise that this could end after season three. Did you have any frustrating moments during part one of this season? Yeah. When uh, that night guy with the king killed the elf to redeem yes. himself, that really pissed me off. Yeah. That really got me mad. And Okay. Also, the elf guy, which I can't remember his name, but the mm-hmm. actor was in Duff. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Duff movie. <laughs> he has, his voice just bothered me so much. I don't know. I, I um, was like, this actor, like, what are you doing here? It just right. felt so, <laughs> so weird. Um, he had no vocal inflection in his voice. I'm sad he got killed because, like, he had a reason to fight and live. And He did. He had some growth there. And then he just died. And I was like, oh, what is this Game of Thrones? You're just killing people off right away? He's one of the storylines. Eamon Farron's character. He's kind of creepy. Like, I wouldn't let him around Siri or any other kid. Like, his obsession with Siri, I'm like, oh, dude, take it down a notch. Mm-hmm. You know, this is weird. The other storyline that I just, like, did not see the point of 
I don't see the point of Fringilla's character at all this season. It's the mage. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. there. And I'm like, maybe she's critical in the second part of season three. But I just feel like they threw her in there. And I'm like, yep, this is a mage getting drunk. Yep, this is a mage in prison. Love affair. Yeah. Yeah. The What is this? Tell me more. And maybe it's a bigger scene in the books. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's a bigger plot line for her in the second part of season three. Also, I know this is a magical lore. Nothing should make sense. But I remember in season one, they had a timeline of how old every character is. And oh. Yaskier has not aged at all. And he's the only human. I don't. Yeah, you're like, right. Like the wig has aged him when Yennefer and Geralt first meet. Like Yennefer's 80. Yeah. And she looks phenomenal. She's she's not going to age. Yeah, she's, exactly. She's a mage. Same with Geralt. But human Yaskier, who has known Geralt forever does not age but when you have the hair ages you and it's not gray hair it's like a a bad wig i'm like, like why is he covering his eyes just like I pull know. your hair back it was it was bothering me <laughs> right i was like this is this is the best we could do okay and i bet it drove him nuts too but i digress my honorable mention goes out to the cgi team y'all went hard for they did for these monsters and i'm slightly terrified to see part two And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Founded in 2021, the Nerf Herder Co. was created as a way for people to bring their favorite fandoms into their homes and out into the world in a luxurious, chic way. The Nerf Herder Co. offers candles, wax melts, fragrance mists, and now has expanded into apparel. The Nerf Herder Co. offers a wide range of fandoms from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, books such as Akatar, and more. New releases are dropped on an almost weekly basis, and they always love to get suggestions for future releases from customers. TaxPros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, TaxPros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros, tax, P-R-O-S-E, Oh, well, here at the Fangirls Podcast, um, we just want to let you know that we are not affiliated with Netflix, The Witcher, Henry Cavill, or any other of the cast members or crew members in the show. However, we love it so much. We're also not affiliated with the video game or the book series. We just are huge, huge fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.